welcome to the Hackney Church Podcast. Our vision is to bring hope to the heart of Hackney. To connect in, visit us online at hackney.church or follow us on Instagram at hackney.church. Enjoy. So good to see you all tonight. I hope you're doing well. Is everybody doing well out there, Hackney Church? We are about to enter one of the most exciting seasons in the church life. Yes, connects are starting. Yes, there are quizzes happening. But I want to tell you that Alpha is pretty much the most exciting time in the life of the church. Did you love those testimonies earlier? Can you just imagine a room full of people seeking, asking questions, getting to know each other, coming to faith? That's what happens on Alpha. So I want to check in, guys. Is everybody in here ready for Alpha? Is everyone ready? A couple of people are... Look at me going, I'm not doing Alpha. I don't need to get ready. I don't need to prep for anything. And I want to challenge you tonight. I want to say, you do need to prep. There is stuff to do. Because I've only got one thing to ask tonight. It's a one-point message. And it's a question. Who will you invite? Who will you invite? Because the thing is with faith, the thing is with what we do here, That there are moments where faith and action need to come together, right? There are moments when you have to back yourself. You have to back what you believe. You know, we've seen this with the Amen campaign. It's amazing to see how many people are signing up to give, to serve, to belong. We've had the 1102 campaign. It's been going. A lot of people have been praying for three people every day at 1102. We were in the first service of the day, well, the second one, the 10 o'clock, and At 11.02, as if we planned it, we're coming to a prayer time and somebody's alarm went off and we're like, yeah, we pray for 11.02. There'd be people praying for three people each and every day over the last 28 days and that's massive. You've got to back yourself. You've got to take real action. Prayer is real action. You know, if you've prayed, you've made a difference. If you haven't prayed, it's okay. You can start praying right now. It's never too late to pray. But real action is what brings about real outcomes. And here's the thing. You know, you either take real action or it's just wishful thinking, right? It's real action or it's just wishful thinking. I saw this the other day. I I mean, I've heard this phrase before, but I saw this. It says, do what you love and the money will follow. Do what you love and the money will follow, right? And I saw somebody kind of take the mick out of it a little bit. They said this. Do what you love, the money will follow. Ate pizza, drank wine, took a five-hour nap on the sofa, and took selfies with the dog. Now I wait. (laughs) You see, that's wishful thinking, right? And, yeah, I may laugh at that. I don't know about you, but sometimes that's exactly how I behave in church. I come here, I want to sing the songs, I want to see my friends, I want to listen to a good talk, I want to have a good time, and I want people to come to church, but I don't invite anyone, (laughs) and I just wish they're going to come, you know, that's wishful thinking, right? (laughs) You know, sometimes it requires real action to get real outcomes, so here's what I want to do, I want to encourage us today to take real action, to invite someone to Alpha, who will you invite? Why don't we take a look at a few stats? Did you know that 92% of guests who come on Alpha are invited via an in-person conversation? 92%. I'm always fascinated when Alpha happens, 
we have people come in and you say, how did you come on Alpha? And they say, oh, I saw a banner and I decided to come. I mean, it's crazy, right? Or I saw it on social media and I just came. And that's great and that's brilliant, but that's only 8% of the people who come on Alpha. 92% of people come because somebody asked them. So who would you invite, right? Another stat. One in three people know a Christian person in their family. About 40% of people have a Christian friend. But only 1% of people know a church leader. 1%. I'm trying to get myself off the hook here. Basically what I'm saying is it's not down to your pastor. It's not down to your worship leader. It's not down to your connect group leader. Only 1% of people know them. Everyone else knows everyone else, right? <laughs> Here's another stat. See if you can make sense of this, right? In the UK today, 21% of people believe that Jesus is God in human form. Okay? It's big, right? One in five people. And then, 43% of people believe that Jesus rose from the dead. <laughs> Go figure, <laughs> okay? I had another stat, separate stat. It said around 20% of people would like to know more about Jesus. I don't know if that's that gap there, the 20% who are like, yeah, I believe the resurrection. I'm not sure about this guy. I don't know who he is. Tell me more. But that's incredible. One in five people, one in five people are waiting for an invitation to know more about Jesus. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? Guys are like, yeah, I've seen better stats. Listen, invited can be challenging. You don't want to be that guy. Oh, here comes Tosin. He's going oh, to talk to me about Alpha. Avoid. I don't know. You don't want to be weird. I don't know. It's a, it's a challenge. Is it a challenge? I don't know. It can be. But I just want to encourage us today. I want to add courage to us because if it takes courage, that's what we need because there are people out there. There are people in here. They're people who just are waiting for an invitation. So that's what I'm going to talk about. I want to tell you a little bit more about what an invitation can do. So why don't we jump into the Bible for a moment? In Romans 10, 13 to 14, a short one, you can follow if you want, or it should come up on the screen. It says this, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Basically, everybody who asks for Jesus gets Jesus, right? But if we don't know, we don't know. That's it. You see, in life, there are moments of transition. There are moments where change becomes possible. This happens in every single life. It happens to every single person, every single one of us, all the time. And there are moments where we might find ourselves in a, in a crisis. And we need help. We need support. We need someone to rescue us. Or there are moments where we stop and we look at life and we think, wow, the things that have been working for me right up to this point have stopped working. I need new purpose. I need new direction. I need new answers, better answers than the ones I've been getting. And then again, there's some times where you might see something or meet someone that blows your mind, inspires you, expands your horizons, and you think, wow, there must be more to life 
than what I've been seeing so far. You know, all of these moments are moments of transition. Change is possible. And I think in these moments, you see, Jesus is always calling, right? But in these moments, it's like that voice gets louder. The sound gets louder. It's like the gap between the eternal and the here and now gets a bit thinner. And an opportunity opens up for encounter with God. These are incredible moments. The thing is, if people don't know, if we don't know anything about God, if we don't know that God loves us, that God exists even, then the chances are that we miss it. That instead of finding comfort in God, instead of finding support from God, rescue from God, we find comfort somewhere else. Or perhaps when we're looking for new purpose, new answers, we might look for, I don't know, anything, a new job, a new relationship, a new purchase. We just don't know. Or we might want purpose and adventure. And instead of finding life in its fullness, yeah, you might take a day trip or book a holiday. And there's nothing wrong with any of that, right? It's all good. But I want to say that it is no substitute. No substitute for a life lived with God, right? That's the thing. Your invitation matters. What can your invitation do? The invitation allows us to join the dots. Invitations allow us to join the dots between the things that we're really looking for and the one who can really deliver them. Allows us to join the dots between the things that we're really looking for and the one who can deliver them. Who will you invite? Listen, let me tell you a little bit of my story. You know, in my teenage years, my late teens, I kind of turned my back on church. In a moment of crisis, I was like, I want adventure, I want relationships, I want answers that I'm not getting. And I, and I decided I'm going to leave what I've been told and I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to find it out for myself. And so I, I left church. I started calling myself a Christian and I went my merry way. <laughs> and let me fast forward about seven years, roughly seven years later, and I think I've found all those things. I've got good friends, I've got a great job, I'm having a whale of a time. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've got it, it's clicked. And, it, you know, one day, I'll tell you the story, I was in an underground club, right? This was a club where you had to know people who knew people to get you in there. And I was like, yeah, I know people, I'm in the club. I'm having an amazing time, my friends are here. I'm looking around the room, I'm like, wow, everybody in here is like me or somebody I'd like to be like. <laughs> I'm on the dance floor, I'm throwing some of the biggest shapes you've seen. <laughs> I could do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> See me later. <laughs> You'll have to pay me to do it. So I'm in, the, I'm in this club and I'm on the dance floor and I see this couple looking at me and the girl walks up to me and she says, I know you, and uh, for a th split second, I'll be honest, I thought, maybe I am somebody. You know me? Yeah, yeah. She said, I know you. She started naming people I know. She said, you're friends with Matt Locke. You're friends with James Taylor. You're friends with Geraint, Rachel. And I was like, oh. She said, you used to go to church. And I said, yeah, I used to. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. And so she was like, we started chatting. She knew me from back in the time, and she told me about her boyfriend, she introduced a boyfriend, he's the son of this world famous music producer, really cool guy. I'm like, yeah, these are my sort of people. 
And then she told me about herself. She's like working in the film industry, doing incredible stuff. I'm like, yeah, I dig that. And then she said four words that have stayed with me from that day till now. She said, come to my church. I was like, what? She said, come to my church. And I said, no. And she said, come to my church. You'll love it. And so I gave her a load of reasons. I'm like, you know, I don't do that anymore. That's a different thing. I'm in a different space now. And she said, cool, come to my church. Come to my church. You'll love it. And I kept making my excuses. In the end, I was like avoiding her. I was like, yeah, maybe. And I saw her later and she was like, are you going to come? You're going to come to my church? Listen, fast forward another seven years. And I find myself in a, in a different place, a different sort of crisis. I've done the jobs, you know, good jobs. I've done the parties, maybe done too many of the parties. Had an amazing time. But the things that had been working for me were just not working anymore. I needed different answers. I needed more purpose. I need real purpose in my life. I was halfway around the world looking for adventure and not finding it. And in that moment, I started to wonder, you know, who could do something about this? What could I do about this? And I thought, well, maybe, maybe Jesus can do something about this. And so I find myself in this grotty hotel somewhere near Thailand. I can't tell you where. I don't even know the name of the place. And in that moment, I was like, you know, Jesus, can you do something with my life? Can you do something with that? And that was my moment of transition. You see, what I find fascinating with this story, what I find fascinating when I think back to what happened to me, is that in all of those years, only one person ever invited me to meet with God, to come to church. Only one person ever took a chance to say, hey, won't you come? One invitation. I don't know. Sometimes I think, is that a bad thing? Should we be sad about that? Only one invitation ever? But when I think about it, I think there's something incredible in this. And, and I'll tell you what it is. What's incredible about this is that the one person who invited me, invited me in a place and a time where I thought everybody in that room is legit. I thought everybody in here is credible. I want to be like these people. And that was the time that God chose to speak to me. Isn't that incredible? I guess this is what I'm trying to say. There are people who only you can reach. There are people that I can't reach. Kaz ain't going to reach them. Al's not going to reach them. You're the only person who can speak to them. You're the only person they trust. You're the only person they'll listen to. I believe God puts us in those positions, right? Each and every one of us have people that we can speak to that nobody else can. You know, to tell you the end of my story, I, I, it's not the end, but the next part. <laughs> not yet. Well, you know, I, I came back to the, to the UK, and you know what I did? I went and found that church. Yeah, years later, sure, but I went and found that church, and not because of anything I knew about it, but I went and found that church because someone had invited me. And I was in that church, I became a member of that church, that church sent me to train for ministry. <laughs> you know, it's their fault that I'm here now. <laughs> but really, the reason I'm here now is because a girl called Sally in the middle of a nightclub decided to take a chance and invite me and say those four words, come to my church. That's why I'm here right here today. 
I mean, I'd love it if we could just hear it for Sally. Just give it up for that girl. You see, your invitation matters. Invitation can be a really simple thing. It can be four words. It can be, come to my church. Come to the brewery. Come and try Alpha. Come to a launch party. That's actually five for the more pedantic in the room. Or is that just me? Maybe. It can be a simple thing, but it's never a small thing. It's never a small thing. It's never a small thing because your invitation could be the moment that somebody hears for the first time that God loves them. Your invitation could also be the moment where somebody finally joins the dots. You find them in that moment of transition where they're ready for change. And they come along and they see God change their life. It's an amazing thing. So Alpha's kicking off, guys. And this is where I land it. I just want to encourage us. I've been encouraged by the testimonies I've had throughout the day. Incredible stories of lives being changed. I've been encouraged today by people who've been praying, by people who've been inviting others on Alpha, the people who've signed up for Alpha already. We have a load signed up. I'll tell you what really encouraged me this week. Our form, our form guys, they went down to Hackney Central Station at rush hour on Wednesday and handed out 1,200 flyers to people coming off those trains or getting on those trains. Isn't that encouraging? It was so good. It was so much fun. And so the scene set. And I want us to, uh, this evening, I'd love us to take some real action. Is anybody up for that? Here's what I, I think we should do. I love us to think, to pray, and to decide. I love us to take a moment right now just to think of someone that is on our heart, somebody who might be praying for them, somebody that we know we'd love to invite, somebody that we know would be a great person to invite. So let's take a moment right now. Think about that. Thanks for listening to the Hackney Church Podcast. Don't forget to connect in online at hackney.church and we'll see you soon. God bless.